What's up everyone and welcome to episode 3 of Post Phase and She Sticks. In this episode we're going to talk about the top 10 tight ends heading into the 2020 season. So without further ado, let's get into it. Yeah, I thought, I actually, it's funny, like tight ends and receivers are like the opposite. There's like, I made it the, the uh, like wrote down like 20 of the best receivers and then like from there I took it to top 10 and then from there I ranked them. Yeah, but tight ends was like I was like really fishing. I was like I don't even know I don't oh, have yeah. like anyone outside top five. No, I agree. I agree. It's rough. I have. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I might have like a backup as number ten. But we'll get to it. I might have a backup uh, a little higher than ten. So oh, 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 oh. all right, we'll see about that. I, I was gonna say I was biased for that, but you know we'll, we'll see how it goes. There were a couple players that I had, and then I looked back at their stats, and I was just like, these just like he, they're just like there because of name like their stats really aren't that impressive so oh yeah i know there's a couple yeah you know what i had a much bigger list of like i just listed a whole bunch and then just eliminated them as i went um so to get this party started number 10 as i was telling you so i actually have i have uh one team in each the tight end and wide receiver to have two representatives in each one this being one of those um so i went with goddard i went with dallas goddard backup guy number 10 this is solid Solid choice. Although I thought I was being a homer, but I have a feeling he's Look, probably from over I, I mean, I have him on my list. Uh, let me double check. Uh, yeah. Um, so I had Tyler Higby at number 10 from the Rams. Tyler Higby. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. It was tough to uh, – I was no, no. I was thinking about it. numbers were better than I thought, but just like I don't know. I don't think it's Tyler Higby. I've never heard of him. I don't think he's that great. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, the Rams really didn't do much last year anyway. You know, there could have been a lot of garbage time. You know, receptions. Yeah, I think I thought the same way, and then I kind of let me see. He his season. He didn't have a bad season. Um, hold on. I mean, he was. Let's see. This played well, four heard. years. I mean, he had um, 69 catches, 734 yards, and three touchdowns last year. But the Rams' overall offense, I think, just stunk. I think he was in some garbage time games, you know. And- well, so I was deciding between him and um, Delaney Walker. I don't have Delaney Walker on my top. Yeah, I, I mean, I used to love Delaney Walker, but he's just been hurt. And yeah. not that productive lately. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't really have much more to say about Tyler Higby. <laughs> he had a he had a decent year. His just I just was looking for tight ends, <laughs> but so a number nine I had Dallas Goddard, um, and okay, I didn't want to put him on the list because I didn't want to. No, you. That he definitely deserves to be a list. Looking at all these tight ends, like I, he's better than Tyler Higby. I don't care if he's a backup. He's That's why I had him at nine. I was like, I can't put him on the list. There's no way I can have a backup tight end. And that, he, that, yeah, that, I, I agree just think he's there. better than all of them. I put a, a nine. I put Hunter Henry, and he, he was the one I was like tossing. I was like, I don't know if he's really better than Dallas Goddard, but I'll give it to him because he he also had pretty much similar numbers. Mm-hmm. He had you know 652 yards and five touchdowns where Goddard had, you know, six of seven and five touchdowns. But he also did in 12 games. Yeah. So, I mean. Goddard, Goddard did it sharing the same field as Ertz. But at the same time, you know, all the wide receivers were crippled. So he was still our number two option most of the times. 
yeah the thing with tight ends though is like you have to, you can't look at their numbers as like wide receiver stats so like 600 700 yards is like good for a tight end i guess um but i was looking back at like hunter henry's career and i feel like i just know him by name of like, like top guy you know next antonio gates and then he never i think hunter stay henry, healthy and you know how they always say like before the season there's always like the sleepers and the risers the people that are coming out of nowhere yeah. it's been like hunter henry somehow has been on that team i think three years in a row now yeah like we're um, just waiting and waiting and waiting. I, I gave it maybe I gave it to him off name, but I had him written down and then I looked at the rest of the players on my list and I was like, he doesn't he's not as good as these guys. And I like Hunter Henry. I think he has the potential to be really good, but I just haven't seen it. I was thinking about switching with him and Goddard, but I gave him the nod because Goddard is still a backup, so yeah. But uh so yeah. eight? eight, I had uh the new guy, Darren Waller from Oakland. Oh, really? Okay. You have him higher? I do. Yeah. See, I, I thought year. about the – Huh? He had, a pretty, he, had a pretty, he had a pretty solid year there. He like yeah, balled one, out this year. One year. You know, I wanted to pump the brakes a little. You know, I mean, but you saw – who hasn't seen Hard Knocks? The guy's been, you know, he was doing his thing, partying, living the life. Now he's dedicated. Now he's, he's on up and up. He was, on the, he was on the Ravens and was, like, partying all the time and drunk constantly. He went from – so he went from – 18 yards his first year with Baltimore, then 85 yards, then 75, and then 1,145. <laughs> but he was like, because you got to watch Hard Knocks for their season. It was pretty good. You know, you had the whole Antonio Brown thing, which made it a must-see TV. Oh, that uh, he was the one that fought. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah 90 catches, on, too. Damn. It's that media, like almost 1,200 yards, you know. Yeah, but, I mean – that's that's why I have him where he is though, because I feel like yeah, that's fair. No, that's if he fair. did it if he did it again this year, easily push him way up this list. All right, fair enough. So. Uh, for eight, I went with the veteran in my group. Actually, I went with uh, Jared Cook. Ah, look. Jared Cook is um, surprisingly like you look at his numbers and stuff and where he ranks like statistically in a career with tight ends. He's you know in the conversation like in everything for like a top fifteen kind of thing, but he's still playing. Uh, you know. Yeah, nine touchdowns last year. So yeah, he started out slow. Um, because I remember he was hurt. I had him on my fantasy team the, this past year, and I was like, "Oh, Jared Cook and Drew Brees, oh, it's amazing." And then he was hurt like half the year, and then. Hey, but, I mean, still, I mean, yeah. he must have been hobbled. He did play fourteen games. It looks like, but yeah. I just remember him being nine touchdowns. So yeah, but like yeah, his numbers are. Um, pretty high so um although i'll say I, I i think cook henry and goddard were on one tier this is the next tier up i have at five six and seven and then there's like the elite four which i'm sure we have the same number seven i went with the new guy i went with lamar's favorite toy well mark andrews oh now see i'm excited for mark andrews and i think the ravens you know as they always do they drafted very smart that year <laughs> they, they went with him they got him in the third round and then you went uh, hayden hurst in the first round who was the better of the two? Mark Andrews can catch much better. I don't think oh. Hayden Hurst is terrible. I would not have given them a second-round pick for Hayden Hurst. But, you yeah. know, that's what they managed to do. Basically keep the third-round guy, flip your first-round pick for a second-rounder two years from then. But, uh, I mean, he helps in the run game. He can. He's a good outlet for uh, Lamar. I still think they need more weapons around him because I don't think he's a number one, like, offensive passing weapon. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and that, I, thought, I mean, he had a good year. No, I – 
I have him a little higher on this list. Um, I mean, but, anytime you had 815, 52, and 10 touchdowns, that's pretty good. With yeah. With an MVP quarterback. Yeah, I think he uh, – I mean, I didn't put Dan Waller that high because of only one year, one year. But I just look at Andrews and I'm thinking, like, you know, he had 50 catches and 500 yards. Or he had 34 catches and 500 yards the year before. And then this past season he had double that and then had double the yards. So – I mean, he's a young guy. And 10 touchdowns, like that's... Yeah. Well, you know, the offense could explode. You got an MVP at quarterback, so that kind of helps everything. (laughs) True. Uh, So let's see, seven. I had Austin Hooper of the now Cleveland Browns. I can love that because I have him at number six, actually. Solid. Yeah, Yeah, uh, a friend of mine's a Falcons fan, and he was like, all all the end of that, like December, January, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's he's a priority. They're gonna sign. They're gonna sign him. Uh, Austin Hooper signs with the Cleveland Bros. They already I mean, have Njaku. And to be fair, they went and spent a lot of money on Austin Hooper. They gave money to Austin Hooper that like I would give like three or four tight ends in the league, and he's not in that list. But yeah, I, I mean, he doesn't have we'll sexy see. numbers. He's, not he's bad. just consistent. Yeah, he's like solid. Yeah, Matt Ryan's not bad quarterback though. He kind of just like dumps them off, and you know, when they're doubling Julio Jones, he just gets open. I feel like, but. We'll see. I mean, I, I do. The Browns are interesting this year. Yeah, I mean, he's still young. He's still only played a couple of years. Um, but yeah, I like what I, I see from him. Yeah, I'm we'll still see. just surprised that Falcons were like, "Yeah, let's take Hayden Hurst instead." And I don't know. They I mean, let a lot of people go though. So that's, yeah, but uh, Austin Austin Hooper signed record money for tight end. I wasn't giving him that, or whatever money they paid him. They gave him a lot of money. Yeah, I feel like for, running backs and tight ends are in that same kind of bubble where it's like. Yeah. Where is the line? But the thing is, why do you got to go splurge on it when you have Njoku? That's what I don't – I thought he was going to be traded after that, and they still have him. So, right, I mean, no okay, excuses yeah. for Baker Mayfield now. You got probably no, the I best know. wide receiver duel in the league, Yar- I, Jarvis and OBJ, and then two really good tight ends, or two, uh, you know, Pro Bowl running back and Chubb. Line's a little better this year. I mean, they got Conklin. That was a big move. Yeah. And they, uh, Jedrick Wells. Yeah, Jedrick yeah. Wells. I mean, I, I, I thought – here's the thing. Last year, I thought that their team was good, but it was a lot of hype. I didn't really buy into the hype because I didn't think Freddie Kitchens was a very good coach. Mm-hmm. I think he was in the right spot in the right time when the Browns were doing their nonsensical Browns nonsense, when Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson were both trying to fight each other. <laughs> and, like, and they both get fired. And Freddie Kitchens is just like, yeah. Dude, could you imagine? Like, they were so piss poorly run. They fired their head coach. Then they're off to the corner who hated each other. The interim head coach of their team became Greg Williams, the guy who started Bounty Gate. He was suspended for a year, and now he was the head coach of the Browns. And, like, that's how, and then, you, then you were like, you know, I don't think we could possibly roll in with Greg Williams. He's got this whole bit of history. But I guess Freddie Kitchen's the one to go with. But I don't know. I thought that was a stretch. I, but I think it was just be, he Stefanski's, was like – I think Stefanski's smarter, and I, I think the Browns actually want to be better this time. I mean, their te- their roster is better than it was last year, right now, I'm, and their roster was good last year. So, humble pie last year, which will help. Yeah, but I, do you think this is a make or break year for Baker? Yeah, if they suck again, then yeah, they're they're done. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, who do you have at six? Six, I have Jerry Cook. So, yeah, yeah I thought. Yeah, I put him a little higher just because I felt. Like oh, he you was, like the veterans. Yeah, you. I do. I yeah, they're Fantasy trusty. Biased. They're trusty. Trusty. 
You know, you got to go with the, the, the steady hand, the old that's reliable. That's like describing like, you know, a rusty wrench that you keep there. You're like, you have like three other new wrenches, but you're like, you know what? I just like to keep it. You know, it's old reliable. I can never let you down. It right? something better, but you know, just gets the job done. Yeah, I've done it before. I've been here. All right. Well, we, we did. Um, we touched on Cook. So what was your, uh, your five? Five comes back to my boy, uh, Darren Waller. Darren Waller. I was very okay. generous. I was very, very generous, generous for a big year. Very generous. I hope he's not a one-hit wonder. Uh, but I, I, I think ninety receptions, you know, eleven hundred yards is pretty good. Yeah. Now imagine, like, if he had imagine Antonio Brown around, what they could have done. You know, I still I'm not the biggest Derek Carr fan. I actually, all right. Here's the thing. Now that the Cole <laughs> Mack trade's done, I'm stunned that um, Burden still has Derek Carr as his quarterback. I thought yeah. in two different years. I thought this year and last year, when he had all the draft picks in two good quarterback drafts, he would have traded up to go get a new one. And he didn't do it. I uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's still trying to, like – because it was weird. When, when Gruden went in, like, the thought was, oh, car's done. Yeah. And now there he's, like, still his quarterback, so – I don't know. Derek, I don't know. Cars, I think Cars a he, weird quarterback. He reminds me of like an Andy Dalton kind of like ceiling mm, player. I don't know. He's just like so inconsistent. Like some games he's like on. Some games he's just really bad. And he had it was his rookie year. He was he was on fire, right? And then ever since yeah, the then, one year then he had go. broke his leg or whatever. But like since then, like he really he's been very average. Mm-hmm. If you know, he has some sometimes the stars line up beautifully, and you know. He has a good game or two. I just think it's, you know, with all the quarterbacks between this year and last year, he had all these first-round picks. He could have traded up to number three with the Lions, given them three first-round picks, and took him two over Herbert. Didn't do it. Yeah, it's just funny that, like, you think, oh, Derek Carr, he'll, you know, be a, put good on the Carr name since his brother with the Texans was not so hot. And that year we're just, just literally the same player. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was just, he? Uh, what was he drafted? Like fifteen. He's been in the league. That, that's why I'm, I thought Gruden would have definitely used those picks. What's the point of trading like Khalil Mack and uh, Mark Cooper if you don't do a full on rebuild? And when you do a full on rebuild, that means a new franchise quarterback. Oh, he was taken in the second round of the yeah. 2014 draft. Okay, so yeah, he's he's been here long enough that this is probably his final year, isn't it? Then that's what I mean, Gruden didn't yeah. draft him. I'm surprised that they didn't go after one of his quarterbacks with all that draft capital they got. I, now they don't have it anymore. Like, you know, the Mac trades paid out. Cooper's <laughs> paid out, you know, but we'll see. Um, who did you have at five? Five. I had Mark Andrews. Interesting. So, okay. I mean, we touched on him. I think yeah. he's rising. One of his, he'll be a, a good tight end for, you know, a couple of years to come, I feel like. Honestly, I think five through 10, five to 12, realistically, you could probably interchange. Then there's like the four elite guys now. So, yeah, this will, I'm, I'm curious to see uh, what your four is. All right, well, I'll let you start us off. Four. Oh, I start off. So, number four, drum roll, the return, Rob Gronkowski. That's what I had. Okay, cool. <laughs> you couldn't. I, I was like, you can't put them. Those three guys played last year. You can't put them out in front of them. That's what I was, I was looking. I was so like, disrespectful. I was like, I don't know. I know Gronk's like lost weight, but he's like in really good like shape. He's good spirits. I think be okay, yeah, healthy. But I have, I like, I have to put him on the list, even though I haven't seen him play in a year. No, yeah, he's, he's like, I mean, by the end of next season, he could be number one on this list. That'll be interesting though, because that they have th- like three 
starter capable tight ends. Like an OJ I mean, Howard and Cameron Brate could both start on most teams, I feel like. OJ Howard reminds me of Hunter Henry. He's been on that breakout yeah. list every year and hasn't yeah. done anything. I've had him on my fantasy team like two years in a row. I, I had I, him I, the, the one year he he broke out and then hasn't done anything since. So. Anything. I, I just I, I gotta constantly rotate between him because he's hurt or sucks. So <laughs> I, I mean I honestly I think they just cut him by the end of the year and Bill Belichick swoops him up in training camp. They must want to do something with him because they could have traded him during the draft, and they didn't. So, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Um, so this is where it gets uh, super interesting because this is where, like, we obviously know. Well, we'll see. I don't want to say anything. So, well, I want three. I want with the the Homer, the boy. I want mm. Zach Ertz. Interesting. I mean, a lot. He, he's a stud. Don't get me wrong, but you're comparing him to the other two. I mean, you know, I think they had better years last year. Fair. I uh, so He's I had George Kittle at three. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Um, so, did, did you watch any of last year? <laughs> did you Did you see him throwing people around? Yeah. Did you see him blocking like a Hall of Fame offensive lineman? Yeah. Did you see him run down the field like a gazelle? Your Your family member? Uh huh. Did Did you just see him destroy cornerbacks when in the secondary when it was necessary? Mm hmm. Okay, all right. Just breaking ankles and linebackers. So, right, so this know. was my – this is my reasoning for Kittle at uh, – or Ertz above Kittle, obviously because I haven't said Ertz's name yet. Okay. So this is, that was Kittle's third year in the league. Okay. okay. And Ertz has been in the league eight years, seven, eight years. Okay, sure. So when I look at it skill-wise – I think Kittle is a better blocker, mm-hmm. and I think he—I think he's coming around and he's going to be like consistently the one of the top tight ends in the league. But I like if I needed like someone to to make a play, I feel like I'd throw it at Zach Ertz instead of Kittle if they're running the same route. Like I feel See, like Ertz is a better receiver, but Kittle is a better blocker. But mm-hmm. to to split that tie. Ertz has had a way more consistent and successful career than Kittle. So I'd... I mean, at that point, you're just rewarding him because he played more years. My thing with Ertz is, and I love Ertz. Ertz is the dog, and I still yeah. think he's elite. I think this could, these are like 1A, 1B, and 1C, really. Um, but the thing with Ertz is Kittle is so much better of a blocker. It's not even close. Yeah, I would um, agree. I would, pro- I would agree that Ertz is a better you know, route runner, pass catcher. Yeah, but it's it's pretty close. It's not like the blocking between them. Kittle's called up to him, you know, a lot. But then the other thing is, Kittle, when the ball's in his hand, like, he is dangerous, like, running. Ertz, yards after catch, isn't as comparable. Kittle can get that. You can give it to him, and he's going to get it 50 yards downfield somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at it this way. So, Ertz is 24 – or 2013 was his rookie year. had around five, 500 receiving yards. Okay. Then – since 2014, he hasn't had less than 700 receiving yards. And he has – the last four years is four touchdowns, eight, eight, six. All receptions over 75. Uh, 900 yards, 1,000 yards the year before, 800, 800, 800, 700. Like, that's, that's what I mean. Like, he's just been he, – he's reliable. He's consistent. Like, that's always my trend with these kind of things. It's like – I don't like going on a player who like had a good year or two. Like I want someone who's proven to me that they're like, yeah, they're I the mean, guy. The guy, here's the other thing. 
George Kittle has the NFL record, the NFL record for tight ends with yards in a season with 1377. Ertz has a reception record. I know, you know, he does. But, but, you know, you're saying record to record. It took, now in the third year, he also took his, he was probably, he was the best offense option on that team and took him to the Super Bowl. I would say Eric did exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. But here's the difference. Kittle is on his third year and has already done this. Like set records, caught up to Ertz in his past catching ways. Ertz is never going to come up to Kittle's blocking skills. On that, he'll, he won't get better. Kittle is going to keep getting better. I listen. I hear you. I have no disrespect to Ertz. He's a stud. I, I had him in number three because I just said Kittle. You know, I thought Kittle this year just jumped up in front of him and Kelsey. To be honest with you. Interesting. Well, so yeah, and, yeah uh, I mean, Ertz. Ertz was at two. Ertz was at two for me. Um, Interesting. Okay. But yeah, I. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think – I mean, honestly, these three, like I said, you can go either way. I put Travis Kelsey at two, but you can make the same argument that I just made for George Kittle about Travis Kelsey. I think – I don't know. I just think – uh, like, you know, I just think Kittle's think like – has got the best hands out of those three. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm just saying I feel like Kittle is, like, the sexy name right now. So that's kind of like – everyone's like, oh, my God, he's the best tight end in the league. I'm like, hmm, he's really good, but I don't know if he's the best tight end in the league. Yeah, I mean, could I be the you. homer like in me said, too with Zach Ertz. Listen, one, two, th- one, two, three, you could change him in whatever order. If yeah, Gronk comes on, he's Gronk this year too. It's one, two, three, four. I mean, yeah, there'll, there'll be weeks where like Ertz does nothing and Kittle had like 100 yards or Kelsey had like 15 receptions or some shit. Like, yeah. You know what's another? You know, I was looking up, I was interested. Obviously, Zach Ertz has the record for most receptions mm-hmm. for a tight end, 116. Yeah. Did you know that Christian McCaffrey has the record for most running back receptions in a year? Also 116. Was that this past year or the year before? This year. Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah. I, just I love him. He's so, he's so that, like, good. He might be – if when McCaffrey we do running tied. backs, he might be my number one. I just no, yeah, put it I out there. Yeah. I mean, he was on my fantasy team this year. I, oh, same. I have no reason not to. Yeah, he was amazing. He was the only reason – My team wasn't so great. No, I, I – where did I – I lost in the championship. My team was in my, in the league that you didn't want to participate in this year. Listen, I, I was stretched thin. I, I I didn't do that well this year. I didn't need another team to overlook. I barely did well this year with my two teams. I had uh, oh, you know, it was funny because I had McCaffrey and then like Sanders. I would rotate in and out of weeks when he was doing well. Um, and so Miles Sanders, when he slid against the Cowboys, cost me a win. Because I would have been touched out. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. That. that makes me so happy to know that. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, so, I mean, I went Ertz, Kelsey, Kittle, obviously. I told you I killed stud. So, Kelsey, Kelsey too, huh? Kelsey's, I mean, Kelsey's the most, can, I don't know. He just does it all. He's been there. Yeah, yeah. he's huge. Huge. He can, uh, I think he can block just not as good as Kittle, but better than Ertz. And, you know, I think he's just as dangerous in the past game as the other three. I think he's better balanced than... Like yeah. he's got a good block, good catch, but he's not he's like also, he's huge. He's just really like like Ertz is a really good like catching and route running, but Kelsey's just like super athletic. Kelsey reminds me a lot more of Gronk. He's more they're, yeah, he's more very he's more like a players. huge. I mean, yeah. Ertz is more of like a huge receiver, and Kelsey is kind of the same way. But yeah, but he's also probably got the best hands in football. Arguably. I mean, but the thing with Kelsey, so I had Kittle at three. You had Ertz at three. Mm-hmm. 
You have Kelsey at two. I had Ertz at two. Yes. I have Kelsey at one. You have Kittle at one. Yes, indeed. Interesting. So uh, we didn't have a single match. We did not. <laughs> the um, like I said, you can go all in any direction with. I mean, like, I, the only thing holding uh, Kittle back for me is the fact that he's only had really realistically two good years. But like you look at Kelsey, like he's had a thousand yards in five straight seasons. Like for a tight end, that's insane. Yeah, I mean, I hear you, but no, I listen. I agree, but Kittle, like I said, the only reason he hasn't done it is because he's only been late for years. He can't hold that over his head. He's just like my the other way to look at this is he's just as good as they are, but he's on the rise up. I don't think Kelsey and Ertz are going to get better from where they are in the career. I don't. I see them leveling out and like being here, or maybe it's slightly better. But I don't really see them getting better than where they're at. You are. You have Kittle at one. How much better is he going to get? Well, we're about to find out. Oh my god! This is fourth. He's on his fourth year in the league. All right. So.